1: today's episode is brought to you by last rampage the new true crime film starring robert patrick heather graham and bruce davison and we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie
2: so uh, my name is alvaro rodriguez i'm the screenwriter for last rampage as a writer to me I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character, and you know I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, you know, kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or you know different kinds of things, and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of. Um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid, um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars, uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted. And all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you gotta worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons, and the only way you're gonna, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically, but kind of threatens him a little bit, but um, so that was really you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that
1: story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash Film. It was 9-29.
3: How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, God bless you. Welcome to Harmontown, everybody. Thank you so much for coming out on a... What night is tonight? Saturday? Friday? What the fuck is it? Saturday. Saturday night in Hollywood, California. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Town, Mr. Dan Harmon.
1: Thank you. You're applauding yourselves. You're applauding yourselves. Uh, it's a special, it's a special night at Harmontown. Uh, cause, uh, oh, I just realized they were reacting to the sash. Uh, no, they, they were reacting to that dynamic intro I just gave you. This is one of many reasons why it's a special night. Is because, uh, one of our fans made sashes for us. <laughs> Aren't they smart? <sighs> it wasn't a girl, so retract your awes. It was a dude. Pre- prepare your... Pffs. Dan. Brian. Is that an insight? Is he, like, pretending not to know your name?
4: <laughs>
1: Is this my, it's my middle name. It's your middle name. Brian? <laughs> Please do not feel obligated to wear these. I just came across them and couldn't resist. Uh, that's actually only funny if you realize that they say Harmontown on them as well. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I stepped on your joke. Uh, that's American Sean Sacame, a.k.a. Snap the Jap, the, uh, one, of the, uh, the, uh, one of the most offensively named fans that we have. The, the delightfully racist uh, sash maker. Uh, <laughs> Anna Marie von Furley, could you please uh, come up here as, a, as an expert uh, sasher and sash Jeff with his comptroller sash? <laughs> Jeff Davis is the uh, comptroller of Harmontown. <laughs> Seems like a good time to give him a round of applause. I love it. <clears throat> <clears throat> I've
3: never felt more in comp comptroll in my life.
1: <laughs>
3: How is everybody tonight? You guys doing good?
1: sorry, I didn't mean to, you could have, you could have, I'm sorry, I, I instinctively did this. I was like, don't let someone manipulate you. <laughs> it's a curious thing about Harmontown is I just, I just want to protect the flock and sometimes I'll hurt them by doing it. I went to see Jesus Christ Superstar in New York and I was, I was very taken with how whiny and, uh, passive aggressive Jesus was. <laughs> and I, I I really like that musical very much for that reason. You mean I,
3: the, the actor that played Jesus or the role itself.
1: the role itself, I think it's written in a very whiny it's like, like Judas is the good role, the juicy role, that's the manly like protagonist role. It's a tragic hero in Jesus Christ superstar, but the role of Jesus is like. He he really is like constantly complaining about being Jesus, and like it's it's a big bummer for him, and no one understands. And he's a, he's just constantly standing up and going like, if you guys had to deal with what I had to deal with, forget it. Uh, uh, you know what? If I vanished right now, no one would even care. And then the chorus would be like, oh, what do you mean? Well, don't say that. Hey, come on. Hey, buddy. Passive, uh, ag- passive aggressive savior. Uh, but and you and you would be. I'm not I'm not taking a dig at either the mythical Jesus, the archaeological. Jesus or uh, 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 Rice and uh, Schwarzkopf. What were their names? Rice and Schwarzkopf. <laughs> Who wrote Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> Andrew Blade Weber and, uh, and uh, Rice Arroney? Rice, Rice. Wait, I, I want to know more about the uh, archaeological Jesus. They found Jesus? Well, the cool thing about him is that he didn't even believe in God. Um, he-, he just packed a six shooter and uh, that was enough religion for him. Uh, you know what a practical man I am. <laughs> uh, indie reference. We went on the uh, Disneyland indie indie ride. Uh, let's not let's not start with the tangents just yet. <laughs> can we just can we please center ourselves because that was the okay. We got our sashes. That was reason number one. It's a special yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I want to I be very uh, characteristically self-diagnostic and uh, uh, neurotic and say, when I say special, I don't mean good. I'm not saying <laughs> tonight's going to be the best harm in town. But it's the most special because I've decided, because I'm not going to bother to look, because I'm lazy, that this is our year anniversary. It feels like it. <laughs> it feels good yeah. enough. It might have been last week we had to do two Harmon towns this month because my firing is like it's just my body is partly loose change, and some people are extra people are gathering it uh it, 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 it which is fine I have no problem with that uh there's there's a there's a fracas let's uh, let's uh, show those people are already regretting their ten dollar ticket uh purchase uh th- there is nothing interesting for me to say i am uh ace rothstein in act uh late act two of casino
4: uh
1: Just smoking and like, and another thing, Mr. Governor. Uh, I am uh, third act, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't
3: know what the fuck you're
1: talking about. Uh, What's the guy that died of heroin? Lenny Bruce. I'm third act Lenny Bruce. (coughs) So
3: I, 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 I I think, Dan, within the last three shows, you've started off the show by one time comparing yourself to Michelangelo. Right. I'm pretty sure Einstein, Right, and now tonight, Lenny Bruce.
1: No, 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 Thomas Edison Thomas Edison. is the middle one. All right. Sorry. I hate it when you get shit wrong. I'm a perfectionist. Sorry. That's what this show's about. Now, I woke up this morning, and uh, I realized I have nothing to do. And uh, I thought that tonight could be a special night, that we would not know what we were doing as I stepped onto stage. We rarely do. I don't come up with desk bits. I don't have articles that are, uh, are, are too crazy to be true. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, have, uh, I have a few thoughts and impulses, but tonight is about weightlessness. And I don't just mean because I've lost upwards of 14 pounds on the 4-Hour Body Diet. Wow. You, you, you found a way to make it about you. <laughs> in the middle of a story, all heroes meet with a goddess. They, uh, they, they, they find themselves in a, a, a nexus. A, give, give us an example. Give, give us a couple of film examples. Of for that. a real genius... Uh, <laughs> With Val Kilmer, uh, in the middle of the movie, right in the middle of the story, Val Kilmer has a little ketchup dab on his lip, and he's like listening to the guy that lived in the closet who's going. They, they they the for the first half of Real Genius with Val Kilmer, they're working on a laser project to get their A from William Atherton, I believe, who st- states very clearly in the first act that he hates popcorn right he couldn't be clearer about his hatred of popcorn does
3: that come back to bite him in the ass actually you know what it does
1: the weirdest thing is it the the movie ends with a giant popcorn uh did he turn his
3: house into a big
1: jiffy Pop? uh, yeah he did
3: they do Uh,
1: it took genius to do it but they did but that's not important he's their teacher and they're working on a laser project they have to make this laser and in the middle of the movie they make the laser and then uh, uh, Val Kilmer's eating French fries, and uh, he's got a little dollop of ketchup on his lip. And the, uh, the crazy guy from the basement, you remember yeah, this I, movie? Yeah, I can't think of his name. He lived in the pipes in the basement uh, of the Las- campus. Laszlo. Laszlo. Las- Las- Thank you. And, uh, and he says to them, yeah, you made your laser. What do you think it's for? What's the, what do you think uh, the government's going to use that laser for? And there's a shot of Val Kilmer going, and he's got like a little ketchup on his lip from eating french fries and the 80s needle drop like swells you know some 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 blazer clad band like kind of hits their <laughs> crescendo uh, as we truck on his face and 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 then the second half of real genius proceeds because at the at the nexus that is the goddess the hero has achieved everything that he could possibly achieve and now he has to figure out what he's going to do with it am i just going to stand here with ketchup on my lip We've been doing a year of Harmontown shows. We've achieved the freedom to do what we want, and we've to go ke- to the moon, and we've got ketchup all over our lips. We haven't done anything. <laughs> so I want to take tonight to really recalibrate and figure out what we're doing. Yeah, so we started off with
3: this kind of, you know, premise that, that this was going to be about perfecting society, that we were going to uh, find a way to we we're going to colonize the moon and take the people that come to Harmontown, we're going to we're going to figure out society's problems and like go and, you know, like m- make our own civilization out there. But we we had a couple guests to start off with, and we just kind of dropped that. Now we just talk about your hemorrhoids and your right.
1: bu- <laughs> your, your bubble baths and things like that. Yeah. So have there been any tweets or anything that, uh, I think, I have to grab a drink. Could you read my brother's email? While yeah,
3: absolutely. Oh, fuck it. Uh, who has, uh, I, I think we, we get lots of repeat customers. Who, who has not been here before? By applause. By applause. Okay, so, uh, so some of you, many of you are familiar with uh, Dan's brother, Bones Harmon, right? Yeah, uh, his name is Doug, but he goes by various nicknames throughout his life. Bones. He, this- at, at one point, he was, he, uh, he was Dart Vader, because he liked darts. And he, and he made his family call him Dart Vader.
1: What what were some other ones? Uh, My favorite part in his development, he he was like 15 and I was 10. He started hanging out at a pool hall uh, down the block from uh, my mom's place. uh, At 15 years old? He got really into billiards. Well, they had also like a space ace machine and a pango. And uh, he decided that he uh, was really into billiards, so he went and got his own uh, billiard cue and uh, that you kind of swivel together right. so that he could play people in pool and ha- have his own pool cue. Yeah. And he also got an uh, iron on letter sweatshirt that said, Pool Shark. <laughs> <laughs> what a that dick. was his identity.
3: <laughs> pool Shark. <laughs> I was yeah. Uh, the drawing room is like our favorite little local shithole watering hole, and uh, they have a dart board there. And there's dart champions. Like they they actually have a league there. It's one of those uh, electronic machines. It's not like a regular horsehair like quality board, but it's one of those uh, electronic machines. And people come in and they take it very seriously. And I played a guy there. I'm not great at darts. I, I'm okay at darts, but if I see somebody, there was a guy that came in and he had a tank top on, and it was not hot. Uh, the, 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 it, it was it was winter time in Los Angeles. It was chilly out, like, and it was cold in the bar. Bars are generally kind of you know the air conditioning is on. The tank top was more there just to let you know that on both of his shoulders he had tattoos of darts, <laughs> and he was a piece of shit at the dart board. And I beat him with absolute happiness and arrogance. So, so yeah, you don't fucking put darts in your arm. And if you do, be the world's greatest dart player. And if you lose and you have tattoos of darts, be cooler about it. We played for a drink and I, I beat him twice and he fucked off into the night. Never fucking bought me that drink.
1: Well, let's have a guest reader come up. Uh, who, who, who in the first few rows, like, just show your hands if you feel that maybe you were in high school forensics. You feel like you have an okay handle on kind of cold reading.
3: Or maybe you weren't. Maybe this is the time to, you know, to, to, to try your hand at public speaking. You know, if you feel... Jesus, I'm pouring sweat. I'm like a fucking, like, Harlem
1: jazz... You way. know
3: what? Those the, 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 the sashes don't breathe, man.
1: <laughs> Snap the jap. Your your sash is as constrictive as the uh, untoward uh, racial tension of your name.
3: Uh. What is his real name? Where, where,
1: where? Sean Sakame.
3: Sean, show yourself. Is he even here? Oh, there he is. Oh, it's Sean. All right. Yeah. There, there he is. <laughs> Keep. Stand up. You did great. One. Nicely done. Next time make sashes for everybody. <laughs> Do we need music? Should I be looking up a, a song to play for the background of Can this? You play something soft, like something mellow and like like okay, let, let me let me find something. Some kind of like
1: like. Is there a male performer here who is capable of cold reads? Yeah. Okay. What's your name, sir? Adam.
3: All right. Hold up I one up? second. I have, to, I have to find the song. You you, you guys get to know each other. I, I'm gonna find a song.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh really? Oh. Puberty is hitting you quickly. Here
5: I'm waiting for puberty. <laughs> oh okay. Eventually.
1: Uh, He was one of Chang's bodyguards in the uh, (laughs) the the place I used to work. Uh, Show it.
3: I I think I got the song. Uh, I, I I I don't know what, e- uh, what email this is, but I, should
1: be very ambient. So, so this, okay. is a, this is just an email from my brother. I don't know if this will wash, but all right, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> this, this, the subject is you sucking.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you
5: you not da- okay. June oh, third. Hold, on, hold on. Wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Wait wait for the music. Wait, wait for the music, Jack. All right, here we go.
5: Regarding you sucking, June 3rd, 2012, 4.20 a.m. (laughs) I wanted mom and dad to meet their granddaughter, so we've had a couple visits. Thought I'd let you know. Once an hour, mom mentions how smart you are. I'm not exactly sure of the equation, but anyhow, my daughter is smart because you read books when you were her age. Does no one else remember that I read high school-level books when I was in grade school? Anyway, she said someone put you in the closet with books. I hope it wasn't too scary. (laughs) And I'm proud you made it out of the closet, ah. Thank you for my daughter's brain and thanks for emailing once in a while, you drooling dick puddle of chimp semen. P.S. you know. You think uh, you, if you think about it, I'm smarter than you are because I smoked pot and dropped out of high school. <laughs> you didn't smoke pot and put drop out until college. Why can't a brother get any cred around here? PPS, <laughs> mom is worried about your liver.
4: <laughs> I
5: think she'd feel better if you smoked more dope and drank less vodka. Just a heads up, sent from my eye bone.
1: Is <laughs> it Adam or is it Adam? That was a good musical selection. What is that? La Vie en Rose. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: All right. So let, let's just focus let's, and, and, uh, and, and, and become weightless and take a step back. I did do my brother proud today, and I did get wailing high. I, I really did, because uh, I, cle- I cleaned out my whole house, and I, uh, I, I found my old bong from when I was uh, 25. And I went uh, and I bought some screens. You misplaced a bong for 13 years? I, I was really high. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Remember That's that? where it is. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff found a note on, my, uh, on a whiteboard in my apartment once when I was living in this one bedroom apartment in uh, Las uh, wow. Feliz. And we were, we were both getting high. That's OK to say, right? It's, we both have prescriptions. Not me. OK. Well,. <laughs> As a, as a person I, with I a prescription, nope to to drugs, Jeff man. is very nauseous and sleep-deprived all the time. So you found this whiteboard thing, and it said, Dear uh, Not High Dan, uh, Don't get high so much. It makes you feel like you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Signed, High Dan. <laughs> and
3: and it was and, and, written and, and, on like, I, a refrigerator I
1: was, I was, board. I was just wandering around his apartment, and there
3: it was. I'm like, I read that, and I'm like, that's, that's forward thinking. And at the
1: time, like uh, Inagata DeVita was playing. I we, we were hi- I was high. I was like walking around like, eh. and, Je- and Jeff said, "What's what's with this?" And it was a note, and I was like, uh, uh, uh. and Jeff's like, "So what? What's the deal?" I went, well, I'm not going to listen to that guy. He was high. <laughs> it's a real story. It really happened. <laughs> Other wonderful things happened in that apartment. Like the time that uh, I was living with this girl, Dawn. Wonderful young lady. That's uh, pretty much a true patriot. <laughs> She was in the bathroom, like like brushing her hair, <laughs> uh, and, or 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 studying for her LSAT, <laughs> ladies. Uh, I don't want to create like a stereotype of my story, so there, there was a, there may have been a book there too. Uh, that just, it just yeah. sounded weird. Just, y- you, we you don't have to feminize the bathroom. The truth is, she was primping in the in the bathroom, and uh, and I, uh, I, I I it was a tiny little apartment, and I. I saw her in the bathroom, and I said, I'm not making this story short at all. I said, I'm going to go eat something. And she said, OK, and kept brushing her hair. And I walked into the kitchenette, and I started doing as I do. I started singing a little song to myself. uh, And it it was a falsetto kind of song, because I was grabbing a a little plate instead of a big plate. So I started singing, that's all I was doing it was like I was a choir boy I was just sort of like
3: uh, so I, I like the kind of strange Gregorian it was kind of like
1: uh, I, was, I was finding diminished fourths we all do this we all we all sing little ditties and then I kind of get focused on one I was kind of into it and I, the whole time I had a mental map of where I was and where my girlfriend was she was in the bathroom uh, 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 doing something and I was just singing this song and my back was to the doorway of the kitchenette and as I turned around I saw her she had heard me singing in this falsetto voice, and she had decided to not. She didn't want to disturb anything, but she wanted and to she, listen to the song. She was like Jane Goodall. <laughs> so she was crouched, crouched behind the stove. Day seven, and 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 and, and she, A new behavior. As it, uh, she had become so amused that her face was bright red, and she like her because fa- she was trying not to laugh because she was just listening to this stupid song. And so I turned around and she had been doing that the whole time. And when I saw her, I'm holding a plate and I went, "Ah!" Uh, Like, but more feminine than that. More, like, like weird, like more Damon Wayans, like, like senior, uh, like in an 80s movie, right? It's like, uh Uh, and the plate went flying and, but it's very difficult to describe this because it's like it's like a photon becomes a, a pheton and a gluon to the bonds with a neon and it all happens at the center of the universe at the same time because i went ah! and, and she had been crouched down and and, and then she, she she was suppressing her laughter so when i did that she went eh! <laughs> And, and, and so, I all, from my perspective, I turned around, saw something that scared me, and it turned out to be my girlfriend who was crouched like a hobgoblin, bright red, and making like this weird hobgoblin face. So, I, 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 as I recovered from my adrenaline shock, I went, What are you doing? And, and, and she answered in the moment and went, I'm peeing. <laughs> because I had made her laugh so hard she was peeing. So then I, this is the part that I swear, I have to swear is true and I I have witnesses to the evidence. That made me laugh so hard I shit my pants. People hear that story and they go, why aren't you married? Uh, because why, that's enough for a whole, just just keep on but, it, doesn't but, matter. But the ep- epilogue is Dino comes over, right? Well, that, that's the reason I remember it, oddly, because Dino came how over. I do forget a story he like said that? Two, I don't know, it's just like, I, I, it, just,
3: it all... How, how, how often do you shit your pants?
1: <laughs> more often than I, yeah, actually it happens more often probably really? than... So, so you, you have forgettable p- pants
3: pooping stories. <laughs>
1: I do. I mean I, I I could tell you the ones I remember but I, I also feel there's probably a bunch where I'm like, ah fuck, I shit my pants. <laughs> it doesn't happen to you like <laughs> I, I, I just, it'll happen at the weirdest times. Like I'll just, It always, it's always, the story is always after. Well, before you're, you know, before eight, it just happens because it happens. And we really have to give children a, make a note of this. We have to give children a, a break on this. They're not choosing to shit their pants. They have the little muscles. They I need didn't to... poop my pants a lot. Uh, but I'm after eight, from eight to 39, I'm having trouble it's always just, you think it's a fart. That's it. <laughs> Every story, I just think it's a fart, it feels the same as a fart, and I just got like, This is gonna be great, man. Uh, the, 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 the worst you, one you, was you,
3: in, you gambled and lost,
1: yeah. Well, I, I mean, it never seems like a gamble, there's no it's a, it's double zero on the roulette wheel, you know. I don't know, like, well, why that there's no purpose of like, well, why would I shit my pants? I'm not sick, I didn't, I didn't eat a uh, fucking like truck full of uh, wheat, uh, whatever makes you a, shit. <laughs> I don't know. The opposite of cheese. I kept thinking, the what's the opposite of cheese? Oh my
3: God! I, I just shit my pants. Why? I just uh, sorry. I just ate a truck full of wheat.
1: <laughs> I work at a farm and I just take it in and I'm with the guy in the harvesting truck. I was truck. so high. It's uh, a truck full of wheat. Jeepers creepers was chasing me from the. <laughs> And I ran through a field, and I just... I guess it was just like sort of a residual wheat uh, accumulation. And uh, Next thing you know, I'm a chronic diuretic. Uh, wheat... Stay away from it. Are you showing your pants? Dino, uh, Dino comes up. Dino. Well, Dino came to the apartment and he saw two soaked pair of pajamas that we had kind of like hand washed and hung over the. There's a woman's pajamas and a man's pajamas. He's like, How, "What happened there?" And, and I was like, "Oh yeah." Uh, the weirdest. The, the the opening of a Paul Thomas Anderson movie happened is what happened. The, something that requires diagrams happened. Uh, pretty crazy.
3: Also, there was a time I was, uh, different, same apartment, different girlfriend, Robin, was there. And uh, she, uh, we we're, were sitting watching TV in the little front room. And If, if you, if you want to see this apartment, uh, go watch Channel 101. Anything like Laser Fart, Computer Man, it's, it all takes place with the orange sofa and the white walls. That's, that's the place. And uh, we're sitting there, and... Uh, Robin gets up and says, Dan, hey, uh, uh, Poo Poo Bear, I'm gonna go into the kitchen and Zip. make you snack. You want a little snacky Poo Poo Bear? And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, get a snack. <laughs> I'm out kind of hungry. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> So I'm sitting there watching this go on. And, uh, and, and she runs off to make him some cottage cheese. Uh, not make him, she doesn't make cottage cheese. <laughs> they, they, they didn't live in a cottage. But she, she goes, and she comes back with a little plate little, you know, like, you know, dollop, a big dollop of cottage cheese and these beautifully fanned out canned peaches, you know, gorgeously arranged in a little array around the top of the thing. And she brings in the room and Dan goes, ah, kind of rolls his eyes and grits his teeth. she goes, what, what the fuck, I, god damn it, I fucking hate that face, you make that stupid poo-poo face. <laughs> and I was like, I, I just, I'm just sitting there digging it, I, 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 I'm Jane Goodall for this one. And, uh, <laughs> And, and Dan goes, look, I know you're a good girlfriend for making me the cottage cheese and going the extra mile of putting the peaches on top. And I know that makes you a good girlfriend because you're trying to make it extra special and beautiful for me. and it's, I love that about you. But we've had this conversation like four times. I don't like the peaches on the cottage cheese because the juice from the peaches goes in to the cottage cheese. It makes it runny and watery, and it's gross. And, like, and, I, and I know that you're a good person for doing that but I just don't understand how many more times we're gonna have to have the cottage cheese and peaches conversation. She goes, well then just say that! Then just say that! Don't, I hate when you make that poo poo face. And Dan goes, that's a stupid thing to hate. Abraham Lincoln hated slavery. What are you gonna talk about in heaven? saying a little a little ditty that went, don't date Dan Harmon. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> with one swoop. You took her right in the face. She went, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and everyone wandered off. That's the best. Hi, I'm Jeff B. Davis from Harmontown. Sitting here with uh, Spencer Crittenden. Hey guys, we're here to talk to you about rhetoric coffee. Are you guys coffee drinkers? Are you junkies? Do you get up in the morning and you're you're just no good until you have that cup of coffee? Or do you just like to sweat a lot and get the shits? Yeah, no, that second one is definitely me. I like to sweat a lot and get the shits. Does that apply to this ad at all? Uh, strangely, yes. We're talking about Rhetoric Coffee. Rhetoric Coffee doesn't just give you unwanted diarrhea. It's the best subscription service coffee you'll ever taste in your life. Rhetoric commissions original art directly from
0: comic book artists and then hand screen prints them on each bag. Each one you receive has a special life and is a unique organic work of art. We got this, like,
3: bag right here. They they, they gave us bags of coffee. I'm like... this is me crinkling a bag of Rhetoric Coffee. Look, I'm opening it right now. Oh my God, it smells like heaven. It's it smells like it smells like being like a like a like a angsty teen. He's Spencer is actually eating full coffee beans right. They're good. <laughs> oh, dear God. Great. Oh, somebody call the police. Not only are they fun to chew on, you could probably make coffee out of them, and you get to feel good about drinking that coffee because it's what I call ethical coffee. Rhetoric goes above and beyond fair trade, not just for their coffee, but in how they pay the artist that put the art on the bag with the coffee in it that Spencer is now currently chewing. Oh, yeah. Everyone wins. (laughs) You're a fucking monster. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Their relationship with their artists allows the artists to continue making prints of their original work while allowing them full use for Rhetoric's projects. Everyone wins.
3: Everybody wins. Everyone wins. Each roast is completely unique. You won't taste these complex flavors anywhere else. Their commitment to quality is top-notch. They are drinking what they are selling they're getting high on their own supply you know they say not to do that but it's
0: also I guess a mark of quality in some senses yeah I mean I I don't want to go to a drug dealer that doesn't get high on his own supply that makes me feel like he doesn't believe in the product it might not be good business sense but it's definitely you know a good product
3: yeah go to rhetoriccoffee.com and sign up now and use the promo code FERAL F-E-R-A-L for a 30% off discount (laughs) go to FERAL F-E-R-A-L for 30% off. Your first roast! You, I, nev- you never forget your first roast, Spencer. I I never will. The first roast is the deepest.
0: That's R-H-E-T-O-R-I-C-coffee.com. Sign up and use the promo code FERAL for 30% off your first roast. Coffee so good, you
3: can chew it. Wait, <laughs> did you just get a bunch of uh, wild uh Spencer chewing just to have?
1: Oh, 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 we didn't time this right. No, 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 I'll do it. You, you talk, I'll make you a drink. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. He's a, he's a big fan. He's, he's Watson to my Sh- uh, Sherlock. Uh...
4: I should <laughs> 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 yeah. say
1: guys, You guys have seen those movies, of course, where Sherlock Holmes is so smart he can beat the shit out of people. <laughs> That's insane. Do you do realize that, like, 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 I don't know, if there's like like, super, super duper uh, Dan Harmon, Rob Schraub fans, then you're familiar with a uh, thing we did in 1999 called Heat Vision and Jack, which was Jack Black was a. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the uh, it was Jack Black was a an astronaut. He's the smartest guy in the world. Blah, blah blah. We we tried to write a movie version of it uh, a long time ago, and that was it. Was like saw Sherlock Holmes. It was like this is the bit that I was doing. Like the bit was that he's like like, like he can like you know when he gets really smart. He's so smart he knows how to beat the shit out of you, which is not that's not because that's not really smart. That's the joke. But the, their joke is a blockbuster film they made a sequel I can't watch and this. i want to see it but i want to cuz i are watched they the good? First
3: I, I haven't seen it are they good they're not they're not
1: good but but like like people like, like
3: them yeah. by applause who likes those movies
1: are good three guys it's like with media, with television and movies, it's like. Oh, uh, and a girl, sorry. Like, you, you know, you, you throw enough money at these things, it's like these people are so handsome and charming. And you love Robert Downey Jr., you love Jude Law, is that his name? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That poor guy. That, I mean, this is not funny, but like that strikes
3: me as a movie that they just wrote a movie and they added the title to it because you have to add a. A recognizable franchise to something to make it. I don't, uh, think, sellable, I, don't right?
1: I don't think that's true because this this movie would have had to have been called uh, 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 "Action in the F- Queen Victoria's Alleys." You know, it, it, it wouldn't. It, it would. It wouldn't, there wasn't something that. that uh, I believe that with other movies where you go like, "This isn't Tremors 3 <laughs> <laughs> This is just a regular movie about aliens invading Las Vegas. Uh, It it, it was called Lucky 7 from Planet Saturn and you added Tremors aliens. Uh, Anyways, speaking of Prometheus, did we talk about... And again, I haven't seen it and won't.
3: I don't want to see that.
1: I am going to uh, write a movie. uh, It's a prequel to the Die Hard mythology. (laughs) And... uh, Thank you, yeah. thank you. He's joking, but your applause will make it actually happen. <laughs> it's called Nakatomi. And, uh, it's not, you know, don't go there expecting to see anyone say yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. There's no walkie-talkies in it. It's just share some DNA with Die Hard, I guess. <laughs>
3: This is how Dan pitches things to studios. Right? <laughs> hey, Dan, great. I'm glad you could come. Let's hear about your new project.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's an hour and a half of you watching guys discover a puddle of black goo that turns into a skyscraper, a cop, and a terrorist. Right at the end. Ooh, oh, my wife's leaving me. Maybe starting to. I think I'll enjoy people shooting glass later. <laughs> That was my Alan Rickman. That was bad. That sounded a lot like a toothless, retarded Sean Connery. Something happened. Now, can we
3: hear your Sean Connery?
1: Most things down here don't react well to bullets. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's all right. Thank you. How how many Sean Connerys have you heard? Come on, give me someone else. Uh, I heard Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Uh, I? I got off Pringle for a fever. Uh, (laughs) Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Don Knotts. Don Knotts.
4: Wow, Jack. Uh,
1: Uh, Don Knot's merging into Bill Clinton. All right. Well, Jack, you gotta pay the rent. Otherwise, it's not clear what the inflation (laughs) is. Little George Yeah, (laughs) Popeye, right at the end. Popeye.
3: Now, finish off with Rosie Perez, because I know you do a good Rosie Perez. All right. So go from who to Rosie Perez? Popeye into Rosie.
1: Hey, you don't do that to me, Okay. (laughs) Gimme give, give, give gimme me gives me some spinach girl, I'll stab you in the eye, motherfucker, cause I'm Spanish.
3: Why are you a writer? <laughs> you have why, a pres- why waste this? You could have a show.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. I don't want this to be I I don't want Harmontown to be a sad place. I, 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 I think it should be a free place where we're free she, she's to. She's
3: clearly a Tan fan. Also, uh, she was the only girl that clapped for the Sherlock Holmes movies. Uh, I uh,
1: I am a I'm a major addict of the uh, Tumblr blog about me <laughs> called Having Changed. There's a blog There's a blog about me, and it's about you too and our relationship. <laughs> Really? Everything we do together, every, oh, every ice cream we get, every, every kite we fly, every insta we gram is chronicled on this every Tumblr breath blog. Every move you make,
3: every breath you take.
1: And I, and I really, really hope to God that the person that maintains that blog isn't here and it doesn't get back to them. Because then they'll, they'll, they won't stop right away, but it'll be the death of it. But I can't think of a cooler thing. I think every single person in the world should have a Tumblr blog. About like everything <laughs> if you just take a picture of yourself brushing your teeth and then 30 seconds later It's like there's a it's a Tumblr entry. He's brushing his teeth <laughs> and It's just like so-and-so like this. this is like a heart with 35 after it like I, I Don't know what I'm gonna do when this stops. I may Because well,
3: you're you're overly obsessive about reading the comment sections in reviews of your show or things you do which I, which I think is just insanity like to go read the, the comment section of anything because it's always a bunch of just dicks. <laughs> like the, the, the people that write comments are generally not good fans, good like uh, good reviewers, or people that have some weird axe to grind, and then it devolves into some sort of weird racist you know conversation.
1: But then there's all these wonderful people. My girlfriend Aaron McGathy, who's hit podcast, uh, top twenty comedy cod, podcast, cod 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 piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of Chevy Chase, I have a voicemail uh <laughs> <laughs> <For real? laughs> just, I just did Chevy other podcast podcast like a con piece Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're uh, g- you're going to become him you know Uh do 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 uh, yeah, I, I, I want to write a book about this just called Conversations in a Trailer with Chevy Chase, uh, where I tried to convince myself I wasn't. Uh, but that's how yeah, anyways. Uh, my girlfriend uh, got a uh, Facebook message, I think, from a couple of girls who tracked her down. She used to be a camp counselor for kids and stuff. And they just heard her podcast. And they, were, they just wanted to write her a letter and say, we're juniors in college now, and you're very inspiring and charming, and it's great that you're doing this thing and all this stuff. And a very touching letters. Th- like, that's what it's all about, much like the hanky-panky. <laughs> no, totally unlike the hanky-panky. The hanky-panky is just about putting left and right things and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what entertainment pokey is pokey. all about is... uh <laughs> um, <sure. laughs> Oh, I didn't have it queued up. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> That's another topic we could talk about. My brain is disintegrating. Like, I'm not... i No, not, no, like, you're losing it. Yeah, I'm not on it anymore. But I, I think that if I play enough video games, everything's going to come back, and I'm going to... I've been taking some very promising meetings, Jeff. It's very it's very exciting. I, We're can, gonna, I heard your pitch voice. It sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever. No, We're in a Godzilla movie, but, you know, it's not... Soon, jumping around a bunch of cardboard skyscrapers. We have the state of the art technology. His motion capture is going to be a real reptilian monster uh, in, in keeping with the scientific laws of the current census <laughs> Who wants to see your Godzilla movie? You, you are you retarded? You fixed Godzilla. You're a genius. Uh, I, I, I yeah. oh man, God damn it. <laughs> what were you talking about before hanky panky? I can't believe I can't believe I forgot the hokey pokey podcast. Oh, yeah, but the, yeah, some some chicks she knew contacted her, and made her feel good. Whatever. <laughs>
3: That's what it's all about. <laughs> oh, so, so the story didn't lose steam. It just, it just d- didn't matter to you. <laughs> you, just, you just lost interest.
1: I wanted to ramp into a forced uh, uh, sort of emotional uh, expression of uh, how much I value the fans and I, to make them go, aw. because I'm not uh, We, we were very funny a, tonight, we were so I thought rest- I would uh, we were a tug at, a restaurant at their heartstrings. And Dan discovered that there,
3: was a, uh, there, is a, there are Tumblr blogs that are just dedicated to the to the daily, the quotidian shit that Dan does, or rather, like, oh, Dan's uh, Dan's having some, some having a sandwich. Looks like Dan's gonna have one. And, 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 and they make a gif. He's like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the people like, it, and his little heart's going above it. Like, <laughs> uh, and, and people like, oh, they, they, they like that Dan ate that sandwich. And Dan, we're 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 all having a conversation. It was me, you, Aaron, and the think Were you there, Dino? And. uh... And we're sitting there, and Dan just completely went like to Neverland, like there to Oz, and he was just looking at the thing, and his big smile came across the face. he goes, "Sorry, guys, like this is going to be the next 72 hours of my life.") <laughs> You you go through those things, you're going back through time of every picture that you've ever posted or anyone's ever posted of you. And it's this big love fest and there's none of the negativity that goes along with being, you know, on the bottom of a YouTube. Yeah, they're never
1: like day eight, I found out his butt (laughs) steaks. Oh, he's his hair everywhere. His hair all over. Well, you don't post those photos, though. No.
3: Start doing that shit and find out. All
1: right. (laughs) Well, we got a a cameraman here. Maybe we'll we'll take some after pics for my new diet. Uh, we, yeah, actually, what we, we, we should have done,
3: meeting with the goddess, we should have been taking pictures of you if we'd known all all along, and have like this, you know, like this like timeline of uh, you know how we both look. Yeah,
1: as the circles well, under my eyes get bigger. Who could have predicted my dramatic weight loss? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you uh, look at this guy? It's it's amazing.
3: <clears throat> uh, you you were you were notably bigger than you are right
1: now. Yeah. Uh, that's... A, that's uh, no, you So know, imagine, like, a Martian came down, like, what are these people, uh, who, who are they going to see? What's so important about Harmontown? And it's just, like, is just quiet, and it's like, no, was I, was I fatter in January? You were, fatter. you were wearing darker pants! Well, yeah, but I, just uh, went just straight to my thighs, and everyone's just, like, <laughs> texting. Uh, <laughs> these humans uh, seem to be directionless, and weightless. They seem to have met with their goddess. Now what, Send them the cancer what's cure.
3: What's the next step? And I uh, assuming that you guys know what he's talking about, it's the Joseph Campbell's uh, hero's journey. So, what is the uh, the step uh, after meeting with the goddess?
1: We can't. Uh, how can we know, Jeff? We have to figure it out ourselves. That's the whole point. No, no I'm saying,
3: but like mythologically, it's what the tale about
1: the father. Yes, I would say yeah. Now we have to grapple with. We have to decide tonight what we're going to do from now on, and then we have to pay the heavy price for that. I'm assuming in attendance numbers.
3: Uh, but I, I would say that you know knowing Dan for a long time uh, dan 's a very intellectual guy, very um, em- emotional internally and uh, it 's very re- very rewarding to be a friend of dan 's and also I think that if you 're fans of the, of the things he 's made t- take five dan i 'm talking about you uh, if you're fan- if you 're fans of things that dan 's made, you, you sense that Dan is in them. when you watch the characters on community they 're all Dan like they 're all versions of himself and that thing, and the, like Dan gives a lot to people. And uh, I think that coming here and sitting here, like, I- ideally people would sit here and watch you get up there wearing your stupid sash and drinking your vodka and talking about your butt. That it's, it somehow it, ma- it manages to be redemptive because there's, there's something very charming and, and, and human about somebody getting up there and, and revealing all those things about themselves.
1: Right. <laughs> I think that all that goes without saying. Well, well, we'll cut it out for the podcast. <laughs> All right, Adam. Yes. There's another email from my brother that came a week earlier than that one. Will you just just give this one a quick read? Do, you, do we need music for this? The, the subject line is Again You Sucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever music was. Well, I, I, I've got Daybreak pulled up, so we'll just go to Daybreak. <laughs> You sucking.
5: 4:38 a.m. Is this the same day or is this on? No, it it's a week earlier. Okay, so it's this time he sent. Start from
3: the top. Start from the top. Start from the top.
5: <laughs> okay, because the last theme was sent at 4:20 a.m. and uh-huh. this one sent on 4:20. So I think he has like a theme going. Do you want something different, more more emotional?
3: <laughs>
1: That's a little aggressive.
3: Okay, let, let me. Uh, I, I got you. Give me one second. What
1: did you play last
3: time? Uh, that was Lovey and Rose, but let's 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 try something else. Something by huh?
1: Enya
3: would be. Good. I, I I I don't, I don't have it. any fucking Enya on gonna... my. <laughs> oh, this, this might be good. I, I like this.
5: Hey, fucker. <laughs> I think you'd be a millionaire if you wrote for a video game franchise with a likable but gruff protagonist. B U T T gruff. Sorry. Investigate. And when you're a millionaire because you follow my advice, email me back, you fuzzy back shit knocker. (laughs) Hey, I see you're dabbling with digital video again. Are you going to make some more home videos about farts? Okay, okay, let's have a serious brother moment. Yeah. So I was just rubbing my balls, and I was thinking, these balls are so big. Uh, smooth. And then I just started to think about your balls while I was rubbing my balls. I imagine... Your balls are tiny and wrinkly, like a lemon that didn't get enough sun. Good times. Good times. I'll email you again in a few months, you know, just to prove I'm funnier than you. You know, because of what with the ball jokes and stuff. It's just like you're here on the toilet with me. This was fun. Did you ever notice you have a small head? I mean, look at Al Roker's head, sent from my iBone.
1: <laughs> okay, Another hand for Adam, the uh, Bones, Bones reader. Adam has a, an app coming out on the uh, iPhone uh, the, uh, where you can subscribe to all Bones emails read in his voice. Uh... Yeah, he really gets the better of me in those missives, doesn't he? He really, he really, he really gives me the old Judd Apatow talking to Mark Brazil, <laughs> the old touche, the old. I, I'm, I always feel like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, at the uh, card table next to the Algonquin Round One, <laughs> like I'm not allowed to hang out with Groucho.
3: Yeah, I like that he has it's a it's a, it's a dialogue to himself. Like he's he's, he's,
1: he's Yeah, he's just gonna like I'm not gonna wait for the response. Hey 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 dipshit, you still a faggot? <laughs> I know you are <laughs> Just kidding. Let's get serious. My balls are serious. They look like your head. Your head's a fucking dick. Hey, look, we're having a lot of fun here, but let's... Let's, uh,
3: let's, let's yeah. cool it down.
1: I didn't come here to tell ball jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he's retarded.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has, what, kids. He's a father.
1: Yeah, he's five years older than me. He's got a niece that I've never met. Uh, no, you have a niece. <laughs> I have a niece. Yeah, right, right,
3: right. she does the hokey pokey. Right.
1: <laughs> he did some hanky panky. I got to. Yeah, I think there's some circuits, uh, maybe loose, wobbly, maybe uh, kind of burnt out in my head. And I try, I'm always trying to figure out if it's genetic or uh, if it's nature or nurture. Uh, but I know that i uh my parents uh and my distant family they all seem kind of reptilian to me and i but I think it must be me i think they they seem like very volatile emotional people, and they uh they 'll write me things and they 're they 're very excited and emotional and I remember being in my house growing up, my mom and my brother were very emotional with each other, some would say Freudian Emotional with each other. I felt like there was a well, didn't
3: your, your mom and your connection brother, your mom had. and your brother had some sort of weird Silent seduction thing going on. Yeah, I think they?
1: they always felt like they were kind of like fucking I don't think they were fucking but I felt like they, they were always thinking like what if we could <laughs> They, they were, always felt like they were still like it was, they, they felt they, like they were in against all odds or so they, like, they were the Sam and Diane Yeah, that they were like <laughs> That they were one, they were one family scuba trip and a shark attack from uh, fulfilling their dreams. <laughs> that maybe in some post-apocalyptic scenario there it would be necessary for them to have to procreate the species. And I, they were, they seemed game for it. Uh, they were always hitting and caressing like and. For instance, like I don't know, like uh, what? Oh, the so- oh, God, thank you, Aaron. Uh, yeah, I was telling my brother, I, I, well, I did this thing in the bedroom. Aaron was laying in bed, and I put a sock over my dick and balls. <laughs> Who hasn't done that? Uh, the, the chili peppers have done that. You haven't done it. You have a vagina, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 it's like you, you, you're holding what, a sock what, in the morning, and you're naked. And like, like, I'm pretty sure every guy in here. You don't have to admit it, but you, you see if it'll fit over your whole thing, and it's hanging down. I, Because I, uh, I've seen Again, that. Again, haven't done it. You haven't done it? No. All right, well. We lead I, vastly different lives. That was. About, I, I thought that would be the once upon a time. Like, oh, yeah, we've all done that. My brother used to do it in front of my mom. Like, I would, <laughs> He would like run into the. We'd be watching like Happy Days, and my brother would run like like. And he was like, I feel like he was like thirteen or like fifteen or something or twenty eight. I can Yeah, I just yeah. remember yeah. him as a big kid. Yeah. yeah, There's a
3: fifteen year old playing in the U.S. Open right now. And he
1: would run. <laughs> he would run <laughs> through the living room like this, and my mom would go, Oh, oh stop it! <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man.
3: I, uh, my my parents uh, had, uh, I, I was born, my mom was 41, they were both 41, and uh, so they were a little bit older. They'd each been married once before, they had my brother and I, so they'd each had two kids. So they kind of made all their parenting mistakes. So I think I got, we, we got the good version of parenting, because they'd already like fucked up once before. And so when they had us, they were adults. And their hair was getting a little gray, and they were just groovy and mellow. But it was also the early se- late seventies and early eighties, and they had these really swanky uh, parties, like fondue parties and shit. Like, like and they, all the guys looked like the Marlboro Man. They all had mustaches and shit, and they were they were like cool, and like everyone could ride a horse, and like uh, and and, and the, 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 the the women all smoked, like they they, they, they were like the. Like my mom's friend Lorraine, she'd be like in a full cocktail dress, like from you know someone from Auntie Mame. and she'd be like in the, in the kitchen, like smoking like a Virginia Slim and stirring the hollandaise for for the for the fondue, and like <sighs> it's like, like an ash going a thing. It was like it was, it was awesome, and uh, so my, they, they were kind of you know they, I looked up, I thought these are this is a real cocktail party going on there. But we were little kids, and my brother used to. Uh, we would be sequestered. We'd make an appearance. Hey, these are the kids. They're going to bed. Now we can go be adults and get drunk and talk about adult things. And we would go to, uh, to bed, and my brother would take off my pajamas. He would strip me down. He was three years older than me. Bill Davis would strip me down and take my pajamas and run down the hallway into the big opening. We had this big, like, kind of giant living room. It was almost like a dance floor, and the adults were gathered. And he would throw my pajamas into the middle of the of the, of the foray, and I would run naked out there hey! and we'd grab him the, and I would get a big laugh because kids running out like my older brother fucking with a kid, and I was you know three or four with it and I, and i'd run back and i'd run back in, and he would kept doing it, and then like, the laughter would peter off after a while you
4: know? <laughs> uh, yeah, but
3: yeah. uh i i I had uh my older sister's so my mom's first marriage. I have nieces that are one of them is two years younger than I, so we would bathe together when we were really little. so I got this you know this male female anatomy lesson when I was a little kid bathing with stephanie, and I would see the differences between the male and female anatomy and at one of the parties, I just emerged like all the all the adults are drunk and smoking and and I walked out into the middle of the party and I was like, just put my hand up and just stop the are like oh shit <laughs> and I, I i just i was going to lay some, so, something I learned on them. I was going to lay it down for them. And I was like, everybody? Boys have wee-wees. Girls have crack-wees. And then I, to, to, to abject silence, and I walked back down the long hallway, and I got to my room, and then I remember just applause. <laughs> and I was certain that I had done a service. Yeah.
1: My parents were like, because you
3: why, wonder why people are fighting. Why is mom and dad always fighting? And why is my sister fighting with this guy? Why is the living room always dirty? Yeah, the why is it why? crack? <laughs> oh, I
1: thought I thought you meant like because like 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 the, my my parents like their furniture was magazine stacks. Like they would just they, you would just the stacks of shit that they wouldn't throw away. you just put shit down on top of it. Like well, that hoarders show. Like you see that. And then uh, somebody would come over. Like, the word company would happen. Like oh, we're having company tonight. And that it could happen randomly, but that meant... C- clean the bathtub. Clean the toilet. Get this shit off of the living room floor. What is this? Like my parents would look at their own shit and go, "What is this? What's going on? We have company tonight." Like they'd all of a sudden for for 24 hours they'd become healthy, normal people and like white glove themselves. And go, that yard This arm. is garbage. Like what is it? What is it? there's no Skippy peanut butter. It just says peanut butter on a white label. They're gonna think we're abusive to our children. But they'll turn that around and make a fake P- Peter Pan logo. Uh, everything it was just like put the put put, put Willie Nelson. On. Buy a new record player. I, I don't care what the fuck we have to do. This is like, this is the big deal. And then everyone would come over and they all had mustaches and, uh, cause it was the 70s. They all looked like, uh, 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 uh what's it? Uh, Barney Miller. Uh, <laughs> I started that with the cast of Barney Miller. Uh, or W. Carapia in Cincinnati. Like, everyone's I, I like having a 70s party with like cocktail glasses. And that's where I would f- shine. I would like come out in my footies and like, I'd go, hey! And everyone would go, What's going on? And I'd go, How do you tell me? Gotta dance. <laughs> it didn't take anything. And they'd be like, Whoa, what's this guy's name? And I'd go, Can You tell me. Yeah. I'm not telling. I, and you just like fucking dance around. But the, the remarkable thing is that my parents would like. <laughs> Who, they, they, were, they, they were powerless. Like, like I, I had the Nielsens, so they were like, I can't, there's nothing I can do. So they were like, ha, Daniel, go to bed. And then But then Uncle Uncle Morty and uh, Francis from marketing or whatever w- w- would go like, No, get him out of here. Hey, come on. What, what's your opinion about spaghetti? Spaghetti? You tell me. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, this kid's the best. Oh, he's, oh. And my dad would be like, oh, he's the best. Still. Uh, and then eventually, I'd get tired and go to bed. All but right. uh, I'd fucking killed, man. My uh... I couldn't wait to turn eighteen because it was, as I was, I understood it like that's when you get to leave, and the, the whole world was waiting out there. That's where all those people came from. <laughs> like, like, I was just, just trapped in this dirty house with stacks of magazines used as card tables, and like th- th- and then every once in a while they'd go. Fake it and they'd all everyone fill the airlock with eight people from the real world and uh, they loved me. (laughs) So I was like, We're gonna get out
3: there, like, uh, make them happy. My my sister Pam, uh, who is fuck, she's like about 20 years older than I because she was my mom's first marriage. And she got married to Marty, this really nice, lovable guy. He looked like Mario from the, you know, from the Super Mario, you know, games. He was really pleasant and easygoing. Turned out later on that he, he was a, uh, a chronic liar, and uh, you know, it was, it, they got divorced. He turned out to not, not be so hot. But uh, at, the, at the beginning stages, we all loved Marty. But the, my, the first time I met him, I think I was four. And I had to put a suit on, and I hated putting a suit on back then. Uh, I, I remember like, like m- memories of me like when I'm four, like, goddamn, and putting a tie on. Like this is so stupid. <laughs> and uh, but it was also the, I, it was the '70s, so it was like a, a, I had a red, white, and blue plaid suit. <laughs> it was fucked up. It was bad. And uh, so I, I got all dressed up, and I had my little penny loafers on, and uh, I was playing like Battlestar Galactica Cylons in my room, and I like, like Jeffrey. Uh, your sister's boyfriend is out front. They, they were engaged to get married. And I was so <laughs> angry at this, this, this phantom guy coming into our house. I didn't know who he was. I just hated him already. And uh, again, you know, like crack and wee-wee's and things like that. Those, the men and women were different. And I, I just, he was, it was an enemy. So he comes in. And they and go, Jeffrey, get out of here. Uh, Marty's here. And this nice guy, big guy, big kind of hulking guy. And he squats down like on his haunches, like, like gets down low and puts his arms out. And I run down the hallway that, you know, I used to run down naked to get my pajamas and stuff. And I run down right at him and he's got his arms out. And I had nothing in my mind. I had no plan of attack. I just kicked him square in the balls.
1: And I mean, you've probably seen some movie or something where that I was funny. I don't know, funny. man. I, I just felt like, like he was, like, like, if, if, when, uh...
3: You expected it to make a boing noise. What, uh, no, like, like when, when Han Solo is sitting having dinner with Lando Calrissian and Darth Vader walks in, he just starts shooting. He doesn't say anything. He's just goes, zap, zap, and he goes, and he, and he, he blocks it. But, like, you, when you see an enemy, you, you just attack. And I just, I, I ran I went bang, and hit him. And if you don't have balls... Uh, A four-year-old's penny lovers can do the job. (laughs) Absolutely. And all I remember was I I hit him. Everyone went, oh! There were about about 15 people in attendance. And no one saw that coming. (laughs) Least of whom, Marty. And the the whole place went, whoa! And Marty tipped over like a fucking, just just like like, like a Jenga. Went went right over. And I hung a hard right and ran out the front door and climbed a tree.
1: And there's the an awesome tree, out front. I'm like, fuck this guy. I'm gonna climb a tree, be a kid. Fuck you. Get fucking. It's like when a cat runs into a wall, it just starts licking itself. It's like, yeah, you caught me in the middle of my run into a wall, then lick myself regimen. Yeah, so I, I So
3: I, 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 bone out. I get out. I'm out front. I'm climbing a tree, and I hear like a combination of laughter, horror, moaning. Uh, Marty's, in, Mar- Marty's in, uh, having a medical emergency. Everybody's laughing. Uh, some people are like, just like, like, like it, it was like it was chaos inside the house. So I could hear it, so I'm climbing a tree, and I'm up there in the tree. I, I remember this so vividly. I was got to be four years old. Beautiful day, in Southern California. And the winds are blowing. It's like oh, this is the stuff, you know. I just took took down that motherfucker, and I uh, cl- climbed my tree. I, I think the, the instinct was to like go be king of the castle, like get high, like 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 go at like you know, separate yourself, go back to heaven, you know, where, where gods live, where titans dwell. And then I fell out the tree. <laughs> Because I was wearing penny loafers, and you don't—you don't gain a lot of purchase with a fucking footing on a tree with the penny loafer, and I fell straight backwards. And if I had not got my foot caught in like like, like in a, in a crotch of a limb, my foot got fucking caught me. I would have broken my my neck and probably died. All oh, the kids are pretty supple, uh, but I fell to my death and got caught, and now I'm hanging upside down by one foot. <laughs> and at four years old, I don't have the core strength to. Pr- <laughs> to- <laughs>
1: You'll, you'll get that later at 25 you'll be like, mmm. yeah when
3: I learned to stop kicking people in the balls <laughs> So I'm trying to like, hm, yeah. so it's like and then at some point now I'm out of steam because dinner is about to happen and I decided to kick a dude in the balls, <laughs> and climb a tree and now I'm alone and what I, and what I can't do is appeal for help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was out there with the blood rushing in my head for what I think was an hour. <laughs> and finally people got worried about me and it came out and then there was more laughter and uh, guess who came and got me
1: yeah <laughs> yeah uncle, uncle fucking L-
3: Mario yeah that was the worst
1: we had a we had a tweet that came in 21 minutes ago to at Harmontown it said finish your Indiana Jones tangent
3: <laughs> oh the uh, your your picture you, you're gonna make an Indiana Jones movie wait was that was that what it is
1: oh the, oh, the oh, ride oh, oh, the ride well we went on the ride we went to Disneyland we went on the ride it was, it was fun <laughs> Happy uh, uh, Slater, (laughs) Slater? Is that a reference to my show? Uh,
3: I I, I don't like the ride that much. I've been on it. I remember when it came out. I was very excited. I was very excited about it, but like it's not the best.
1: Disneyland has a weird hypnotic thing going where you're so satisfied with so little. I I, I like, they also, though, they do so many things so right, I I can't figure it out. We went to Magic Mountain together, and that's all just about thrills, chills, and spills. (laughs) And I haven't been paid to tell you that. Uh, But that's just walking around a park like you're going from one roller coaster to another. The most terrifying one of all, the X2 or whatever, because they won't fucking tell you what it is. Everything the, is like, oh, was well, it's the Cocoa Puffs ride. Yeah, you're crazy for Cocoa Puffs. You have to fi- help me find more cocoa on this ride. Uh, it's the best ride. And, and so you go like, well, this is stupid. But I'm but oh, going to find cocoa. But the X2 thing, just the whole ride, they keep going, are you ready for this? Do you know what you're doing? Well, are you sure? Have you said goodbye to your loved ones? They, they changed it because when, when it was just X, have you guys
3: been to Magic Mountain and been on X or X2? Fucking good, if you like, if you like scary rides. But the original, I'm certain of this. I went on it like three times. Uh, the original X, you know, when you're know, like, like, keep your hands and arms inside the train at all times, like that little spiel you get. The X one was like, everybody, you're about to be on X. X is a, th- is a, is a thrilling experience. Like, make, make sure that like, uh, you, you leave your keys with somebody you trust, because you're about to go on X, and it's really right. crazy. <laughs> and like, Dri- Drink some orange juice. Your, your, your jaw may wiggle a little bit. <laughs> but they, they were really preparing for you unsolicited
1: part. back rubs and... Uh, <laughs> expressions of intent to call one another more often. Uh, uh, millennials will call it E. Uh, I was told by some guy that came in for some pitch meeting he's, he's telling me about the four stages that generations go through. He's like, baby boomers are the blah, blah, blah generation, and then Generation X is this. They, they always react to the previous generation. And then the... the, the it sounded like it was such bullshit. I can't articulate. I wanted to like throw a rock at the guy's head because I was like, "What are you saying? You're just you're just saying what your brain wants to be the case." There's nothing. There's nothing entertaining about this tangent. I I, I, I just it was f- so interesting to me because of course we all think in rhythms of four, but we're all projecting like, "Oh yeah, remember that World War II generation? Like they sat around saying that. Oh, 'No, let's be a big generation and go fight World War II.'" Yeah. Uh, you know, we we spent the entire day as people do at Disneyland talking about all the many people who have died at Disneyland, (laughs) right? Which alarms me because I have to figure that that means like a forty people die at Magic Mountain every week and no one talks about it. But like, so there's like fifteen things if you go Google it, you know, Google Disneyland deaths. It's very interesting. The most horrific one is uh, is the Mark Twain boats coming in.
3: I was I, I wasn't working that day, but I was an employee of Disneyland when that happened. I could have been, and I did a show right in front of that. It could have happened right there.
1: I was there with Gorley and he you were there too, and uh, and he was saying yeah, I worked here when that uh, smoke mountain. Uh, decapitation happened or something like, like, what was it, Thunder Mountain, the railroad? Like yeah. some kid I, got I, disconnected I, yeah. and then yeah. <sighs> it's, you, you break the, his the neck The people, whatever. There's two groups of people, the people that know what I'm yeah. talking about, the people that are like, shh, shh, get to your fucking point. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sorry about that. Uh, I, I, I want to describe the one Disneyland death that that, that is amazing to me. Yeah, yeah. It's I, the it's, Mark Twain boat
3: coming in. It's so gross.
1: And when it comes around, if it's beyond a certain speed, you're supposed to let it go all the way around. Like, and the people on board, it happens sometimes. They go, what the fuck? And the well, ladies and gentlemen, are coming in too fast. Uh, wouldn't want a horrible thing to happen. So uh, we're going all the way around. And I'm sure everyone's like, fuck you, you fucking dick. And I, also, talk- pe- pe- I, I people- got a fast pass to fucking uh, Green Green Lantern's asshole. I got to be there at 1030 or I'm going to fucking lose the time. You're fucking around with me, you fucking bureaucrats! What they don't know is that what happens when you don't do that is this: the 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 riverboat came in a little too fast. The uh, manager on duty didn't know enough to like. I think he was he, he was
3: not the regular guy. Like, I'm not sure somewhere. how
1: much is apoc- ap- apocryphal, as you say, a word I learned from you. How much isn't? Uh, but I I I read this on many websites, uh, and, and, and they had animated gifs on the side that were like no, uh, but skulls that had. Mouse ears on them, so uh, I think this is the real story.
4: <laughs>
1: the riverboat came in, they didn't, they, they tied it off even though it was coming in too fast. The rope went tout, and, and and the first thing that happened is it, what, how are you supposed to say tout? Tot. You say tout? Tout.
3: No, a, a tout is a guy that gives you tips at a racetrack. <laughs>
1: Bagel. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I, 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 Honestly, if you're gonna teach people English, like, like, like well, I mean, I, I, I only ever read these words. I never heard anyone say them. My mom never said "tout," ah, "taut," uh. "tout." I, I read it. I know what it means. <laughs> He,
3: Dan still says baggle. It's a bagel.
1: It's a, ba- it's, a ba- it's a bag. The first three letters are bag. <laughs> put shit in a bag. You guys are dicks. You know. I, 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 I just I just don't get it. And one day you will. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: the the rope the rope stretches to you across. It goes hanky you know, panky across. <laughs> that was a fu- that was embarrassing. I'm sorry about that. Uh, across the shins of the, of the guy who called for the uh, tying off of the thing snaps both of his shins in half because it goes so tight. That's, the, that's chapter one. If they, I wouldn't even mention this story if that's all that happened. The rope then pulls on the metal cleat in the dock so hard that the metal cleat uproots from the wood and slingshots at the speed of sound across Disneyland and explodes a dude's head.
3: Yeah, and from what from what I remember, and again, who knows how much is apocryphal or not, but uh one guy's foot got mostly severed, I believe, and it went through a guy's head who got mostly decapitated. There was like, a yeah, And the dude's lost shoe the guy's shoe I don't know how familiar you are with Frontierland. <laughs> uh but uh apparently the dude's foot like <laughs> the the, guy, the guy's shoe landed in the Mexican restaurant. Which is <laughs> which
1: is a, which is a it's not. It's not right there. It's like a, it's, it's a leave long a, way you, for a shoe to go you, if your well, foot's still you, in it. Yeah, the fr- fr- frontierland is. Uh, 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 you'd be racist to assume frontierland is right where the Mexican restaurants are. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it was a civilized, like it was a, it was a, it was a Tomorrowland adjacent Mexican restaurant yeah. uh, that served only progressive Mexican food. Yeah. Uh, they had hologram uh, refried beans and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, laser, laser, laser churros. Laser churros. <laughs> Uh, anyways, you've left out the important part. That wasn't uh, the shoe had
3: the foot still in it. I believe so. The okay. guys, the, the thing went through the guy's uh, went through a guy's face and knocked his head off, and there's blood everywhere apparently. And then it went through a guy's foot, and the foot landed in someone's en- enchilada, and uh, and then uh, it's in the news for an hour because <laughs> Disneyland owns the entire goddamn world, and uh, they, they, they go, "Hey, everybody, you can run this for 24 hours, and then if you if you run it again." will shut you down. Like what?
1: What, what? By, the, by the time the newspapers ran it, the story was that Disneyland had a new severed foot world. <laughs> they, had, they had created a whole mythology. There were costume characters. There was a mayor of severed foot l- world. There was a new ride. Uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo was there. <laughs> everyone was pretending to have one foot and, and they were singing a song that was written by Randy Newman. It was, uh, uh, they, they were, they, it's, it's, it's a dystopia. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dystopic You nightmare. got a foot in your food. I don't got need a, a foot, foot in your food. <laughs> I don't need no foot because I'm not in the mood. I said, you got a foot in your food. <laughs>
3: Uh, <laughs> Thank you for coming to Harmon Town, Adam. Everybody, one more time for Adam. Thank you all for coming. All right, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, we love you, Dan Harmon. I'm Jeff Davis. Thank you, everybody here at Nerd Melt. Halloween, everybody dresses Jared for fuck's sake, we're gonna get it on.